1: What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's a l l b i r d dot code SUPER24. This is IGN.
0: Octopath Traveler 2 Review When I reviewed the original Octopath Traveler almost five years ago, I absolutely loved it. I was completely smitten with its art style, its spiritual and artistic connections to the 16-bit JRPGs I grew up with, and its amazing battle system. Playing Octopath Traveler 2, I was excited to see everything I loved about the original return. What's surprising, however, is how little it's advanced in the last half-decade. In fact, outside of the specific stories being told, Octopath Traveler 2 is almost indistinguishable from its predecessor. That means it's just as great in many ways, but that lack of novelty also makes it a bit less magical the second time around. Because Octopath Traveler 2 is so similar to its excellent predecessor, there's no reason not to go back and play the original first. But the stories aren't directly connected either. So if you are considering starting the journey here, you should know that once again, the name Octopath refers to the eight playable characters and the paths they follow through the world. You can choose to start with any of them, and after playing through the first hour-long chapter of their story, you're stuck with that character for the rest of the campaign, meaning you can't remove them from your party. Then you're free to wander the beautiful tilt-shift world, but areas are more or less locked out by their difficulty level. For example, if you enter an area with a danger level 16 and you're at level 5, you're going to be murdered pretty much instantly upon your first encounter. You might think to yourself, ah, but I am a seasoned JRPG veteran. I know a thing or two about how to approach high-level zones. But I'm here to tell you, you're wrong. If the area says it's 16, you best have a party of characters at or above level 16. Once you do begin wandering in your level-appropriate areas, you'll come across new towns with new characters. Upon meeting a new character, you're given the option to play through their first chapter or just add them to your party. I liked that it gives you the choice, since I prefer powering my way through games and asking questions later, but what I didn't like was discovering fairly late in the campaign how important it is to actually play through each chapter yourself. You're just gonna have to trust me to avoid spoilers, but it's too bad it ends up feeling like a deceptive choice. This time around, each character has a pair of special abilities, one for the day and one for the night. Day or night can be toggled at will, so it's more like switching between modes than something you have to wait around for. It's pretty cool, because there are some characters you need to interact with who only show up at night so you can just swap between the different versions of the world rather than drudge across town and visit an inn or whatever. The day-night cycle is most important in towns, but it also makes a difference in the overworld. Enemies are more difficult at night, which means more experience, so it can be a good idea to change to the night during your travels if you're feeling confident. Travel between towns is done via connecting paths rather than an open overworld. It's more like traveling around in a mana game, or Chrono Trigger, versus a Final Fantasy or Dragon Warrior game. That's not a bad thing, though, and I like that a game called Octopath Traveler makes you literally travel via paths from location to location. Beyond the towns and cities, there are temples to visit, which bless a character with a new EX ability. I recommend tracking down all these temples because those abilities are extremely handy to have, and make the late game a little less arduous. Each character has their own multi-chapter story to progress through, but I did like how they're all quite different in tone and scope. For example, Hikari's tale starts off with what's definitely the most epic and open of them all, and most typical of what you'd expect in a massive 80-hour JRPG like this, while Partisio's is much more humble, and yet this simple merchant's story surprised me, and ended up being my favorite out of them all. I especially enjoyed the way casties played out with some entertaining fourth wall breaking moments. In fact, I found all of the individual stories' conclusions satisfying, but the paths leading up to them didn't always resonate with me, particularly the ones with less at stake. Again, it makes sense once you've completed them, but it's harder to savor a story about a clumsy dancer trying to become famous in the moment when someone else is fighting to take back the stolen throne of their country. All the stories are at least an improvement over the original, although not so much that HBO was going to be optioning any of them for a gritty drama anytime soon. And the final boss sucks. So much. Without spoiling anything, I will say that I went into the final boss fight confident in my team's abilities and strengths, only to be defeated time and time again. Of all the RPG boss battles I've played over the years, Octopath Traveler 2 gave me the most trouble. It was the most astonishingly brutal JRPG boss I can remember fighting, and when I finally got that victory, it was a joy like no other. It sounds crazy, but the way I had to rethink and plan out my entire approach to that final battle actually improved my opinion of this sequel, The Verdict. Once again, I am smitten by Octopath Traveler and its style, but five years after the original, it doesn't hit quite as hard. So little has changed about its battles, and this sequel sticks a little too closely to the original systems without expanding on them too much. Especially now that the 2D, 3D art style is an established look, the still lovely visuals just don't stand out as much anymore. That said, the combat system is still quite fun, and figuring out the best course of action to exploit weak points, knock an enemy unconscious, and then unload on them with as much power as you can remains satisfying. I did also find myself more invested in the stories this time around, and the way it comes together in the end is more interesting and cohesive than the first. If you liked Octopath Traveler, or even any of the bravely default games, Octopath Traveler 2 is another good old fashioned 80-hour JRPG. It just feels like one I've played before.
2: Spoken layer.